Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Undiluted Word podcast. My name is Dara Dare, your host. And once again, we are here on the Undiluted Word Hall of Faith. I have a very special guest today, and he'll introduce himself in a moment. But as always, this season is all about exploring modern day sort of 21st century people who I believe demonstrate faith in different aspects of their lives. The guest today is an interesting one because usually I know what the people are going to talk about or I have a little insight into what they're going to speak about. But for the first time, yourselves and myself will be hearing his story for the first time. So I'm really excited to hear more. Hello. Hello, hello. <laughs> um, for the sake of our listeners, could you please introduce yourself? Yeah, of course. So hello, everyone. My name is Kevin, otherwise known as Spoken Truth. Um, and yeah, you probably find me on Instagram or potentially find me on TikTok. Vlogs, um, mm-hmm. doing a bit of like, a couple of series here and there. And just kind of sharing a bit of my understanding of the word and just trying to bring people closer to God. So, yeah, that's my little bit. Yeah, thank you. I've definitely seen you on my For You page as well. (laughs) Um, Lovely. So, as always, I like to start with an icebreaker. So, I've got two questions. Yeah, seeing as you are a fan of social media. Yes. What Bible character would you like to follow on TikTok, for example, and who do you think will be a great TikToker? Yeah. Ooh, that is a question. <laughs> I have not thought about that. Um, who do I think would be a great TikToker? Oh, gosh. Um, so the first person that comes to mind right now is Joe, but that's only because I'm literally about to start studying that book again. Mm. Only because I feel like his life would be very dramatic, given obviously mm-hmm. like, I feel like it'll be quite interesting to see how he then documents and shares obviously his strive, given obviously the devil like tempted him and taking obviously away everything away from him. Yeah. Um, however, who would I really would want to follow on TikTok or who would I want to see like do their bit? Um that's a good question. I have not thought about that, you know. That's a very good question. It's such a random question. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna ask this. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, I mean, because obviously, like, I follow a couple of people obviously on TikTok as well, and obviously, quite nice to see what they do. So, I'm like thinking yeah. about a character that I would love to follow and see what they do. Um, that's a good question. Do you know what? Let's, yeah, I say, let's go, David. David, yeah. Yeah, just his story, his life from when he was young. Um, it's obviously all the way to becoming king. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd like to see David because he shares, like, his, his, yeah, his whole life, like, on TikTok would be mad. Yeah, you know, very mad. Very it's dramatic. Like, very dramatic and going through the most. So I feel like, yeah. yeah, David. I can imagine there being, like, those random sounds that everyone then goes on saying because they just yeah. remember it. From- <laughs> yeah. 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 Love Definitely. That. <laughs> Another type of personal question for me to you would be, obviously, because I know you've done your whole 25 uh, lessons before 25 and that. You've been 25 for a hot minute. I've recently just turned 25. Oh, that's <laughs> what would you say your biggest lesson since turning 25 has been? Oh, I'll probably say biggest lesson. Probably lesson number 18 which was get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm. Um, and I particularly say that because given everything obviously we've been through with the pandemic and obviously yeah. still having the after effect, obviously post pandemic and obviously graduates, um, a graduate like myself, like stepping obviously into the real world of work, mm-hmm. don't know obviously what I'm doing, trying to figure obviously things out. Um, like I know that many people will be also. And yeah just life in itself just being very unpredictable and so being comfortable being uncomfortable yeah and if that is literally just recognizing that I have to surrender my myself my fears my doubts my even my hope obviously in Christ Mm. because we don't know what will happen and so I have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable like anything can happen so yeah yeah, one of the biggest lessons nice I love that I feel like we all really do get comfortable just how with how life is, never really want to stretch beyond our yeah. comfort zones. We really love it there and just stay there. Yeah. 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 So 
Thank you, thank you. So we're going to go dive straight into it. I'll ask you a big open question and you can really take it in whatever direction you want to go in. The first question I usually ask is, how do you think your faith has been tried, tested and transformed? So, of course, you can go with any of those sort of segments and then we'll go from there. So how do I think my faith has been tried, tried, tested and transformed, you say? Yeah. Um, Oh, boy. I I think my faith is consistently being tried and if not I'm trying it myself as well Mm. Um, yeah just just in general given like what I've gone through academically um, Mm. even just like regards to friends and stuff um, it's always different it's always changing life in itself is always changing and I feel like God is then therefore literally consistently testing me in different aspects and with that obviously I'm, I'm becoming stronger I'm becoming better I'm becoming more knowledgeable in, in in different things as well um and just in general my faith I say like I say right now currently where I am in in my current circumstance regarding like work mm-hmm. trying to find my feet especially like just CS is finished universities where the real biggest trial and test and everything's just coming in okay. um I especially say because at the beginning of July, um, yeah. it's beginning of July. Yeah, when I came out from a holiday from Turkey, I went into um, a week of fasting and praying. Mm. Like I, I do this quite often because like there's always stuff going on. I feel like I'm, I'm always, I get closer to God. Yeah. Um, so I did that, did it for the week, and then I finished on the Sunday. And when I finished on the Sunday, I'm now asking God for clarity in regards to my current work and where I am and whether this is something that he sees me being in long term, whether I need to be thinking elsewhere or what I need to do. And then before I know it, God, I get a message from my mutual friend um, who literally messaged me now saying, oh, they're having a youth day at their church. Could I come over and speak at their church? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, God, I'm asking for like, like work-wise, I'm asking for like understanding regarding my life and this is where this opportunity obviously come up. Yeah, now, I'm a person where given any opportunity, I will, especially when it comes to God, nine times out of ten, you will never ever hear me say no. I'll always be quick to be like, Yeah, I'll do it, especially yeah. with me praising God. Um, and yeah, it even in that, like, it's been it was it was a blessing, it literally happened just a weekend ago, and it was really really good. And yeah, it's it, it's it's a this whole thing of pastor preacher has been ringing in my head a lot and i have i feel like i'm in one sense i may be being ignorant in another sense i'm maybe not acknowledging it in another sense i'm wanting clarity mm-hmm. um and that's a big mm-hmm. part of my current test and trial currently in life i'd say mm-hmm. yeah wanting clarity on the situation yeah just in clarity in regards to purpose mm. Clarity in regards to purpose, because I still, yeah, I still, I don't, I don't really know what I'm doing necessarily on earth, if I have to be frank. I don't really know where my place is. I don't really, I don't really know where I sit. All I know is that I enjoy, I enjoy the company of obviously those I love and care about. I love speaking of the word of God. I love studying it. I love being around people that do as well. I love helping people. And so I don't really know what that looks like when it comes to, say, for example, a practical maybe necessarily job or anything like that. Yeah. And I don't necessarily see myself being necessarily too passionate about a particular role, as long as it's bringing me some form of income, I'm able to look after myself, I'm good. But I know that deep within me, there's a bigger, there's a more, there's a much, there's a greater desire to do more. Yeah. I don't know whether that is necessarily that call to go into pastoring or preaching. Yeah. I just don't want that title. I don't need the... <laughs> symbol the icon be like yeah pastor web no I, I just don't want it <laughs> I just don't want it so yeah yeah okay 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 yeah well, I've got a few things from what you said so far shoot okay. <laughs> there's the work aspect yeah and I like can navigate that then you also talked about I think after that period of like prayer and fasting there came the opportunity for you to then um minister and then you did that and obviously had a great time. Um, and so it's your sort of a place where you feel as though you want clarity with regards to your purpose. Yeah. We can hold that there. We'll just keep that thought. 
<laughs> there, park it in the corner. Yeah. I've written my notes down. I'll go back to it again. And um, you mentioned that you do feel like your faith has been sort of tried and tested as you've gone through the years. So would you say there's like a specific sort of memory or account of something where you approached a problem, quote unquote, um, where you then had to exercise this, your faith and then see how God led you through that? Would you, do you, whenever someone asks you about that, do you have like a account? Yeah, I'd say, I'd probably say just biggest thing that comes to mind right now is just my degree as mm-hmm. a whole. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm probably amongst many people that have done a degree and either are nine times probably not using a degree. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, university was like the biggest trial, biggest test of my faith. Because when I say like, it's went through first year, it was calm. And then even, even in that, it's like, I did the degree just for the sake of doing the degree and more time just kind of pleased my parents in that sense as well. And then second year came and that literally hit me so hard in the face that I had to literally resit a whole academic year again for one exam. Oh my gosh. Nice. And that's, and that's after having resat the exam during the summer as well. So it was just like, I flopped it during the summer and then I literally have to resit the whole academic year just for that one exam again. And it was a question of, cool, do I drop out of university? Because it was literally one exam. And it, what was annoying is that 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 university I, I was studying at, like they were very strict in regards to um, the grade you needed or having passed all your exams before yeah. until the next year. And so, yeah, it just came to a point where I was just like, with my obviously parents and stuff, it's like, cool, so am I going to continue this or am I going to drop out and obviously go into the world, like, world of work, I guess, or try and find something new? Yeah. Um, and it just, again, like, God doesn't start anything, obviously he doesn't necessarily want to finish. Mm-hmm. Not to say now that, like, yeah, obviously I could have I could have gone through the situation and not obviously have graduated, but by God's grace I did. But yeah, it was it was a season in which I was just like, I don't really know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, yeah, I literally just stuck to those words that God doesn't start something, he doesn't finish. And I believe that in spite of the fact that I didn't want to go to university, I wasn't doing a degree that I necessarily enjoyed, yeah. he would see through and even at such a point in my life like that's when I started to get a lot closer to church I started doing a, I was starting to be a lot more um active in the church I'd say and even to the point of which that the people I had around me were incredible like I have an amazing support system yeah. and so with them as well it was just that boost that that encouragement I needed to get myself through uni and so by the grace of God I did and it's been it's been amazing since and I'm still obviously trying to find um where I am in the world but it was just, yeah it was definitely a trial and tested season that I found God to see through so yeah. yeah and I think from what you just said right at the end it was sort of regardless of like your experience of uni and how it was it sort of pushed you closer to developing that faith and then being with other like-minded faith people which I think one thing I've sort of learned or seen in life is that a lot of the things that happen to us, we're just sort of, we feel like it's just happening. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's pushing us towards what God intended in, at the end. Um, mm. yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. So in terms of what, um, oh yeah, what did you study just for the sake of everyone to know? Yes, I studied pharmaceutical and medicinal chemistry. It's a mouthful. Um, you can't ask me what I did because I couldn't probably tell you. <laughs> I tell you, yeah, university was literally a blur when I look now back at it. I just thank God for like the Snapchat memories I still have that when they come mm. back, I'm like, oh, so I was really going through that. And it's just mm. like, wow. So God really took me through that because, yeah, let's, and I feel like, especially we're blessed to be in the UK in the sense that given whatever you study, especially if you study a STEM degree, yeah. You can do anything in the real world with that. You don't, yeah. You're not restricted to just do that. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, degrees are hard, man. I feel because you make the decision of what you want to study at such a young age. Literally. literally. How are you giving me all that responsibility at that age to decide what I'm going to do for the rest of my life? It's a lot. Literally, literally. But yeah in another in another life i would have definitely done like an apprenticeship degree because now that debt that debt is just sitting there casually it was never getting 
Not that it's never getting paid, like, unless obviously God decides to bless me heavily. <laughs> that debt there, yeah, the government will just eat that one alive. Don't underestimate is- God at all. That is true. That is true. At all. That is true. Okay. Yeah. Shall see. But um, so I know, of course, after finishing uni, you have a job. At least you got into a job, some type of job. Um, how do you say that all went down? Because I know people who finished uni. They're struggling to get a job either within the um, like degree that they've done or even just any sector that they feel like they will be somewhat interested in. How do you sort of navigate that? Ooh, um, do you know what? I feel like you just navigate it with God and you just work as hard as you can. It's, it's so cliche, but it's literally that. And I feel like for me, it was even harder given like I'm living in a, like in a town. So obviously like where I live, the amount of opportunities you get is nothing compared to like London, the Birmingham mm-hmm. or anything like that. So for me, it was extremely hard. And I was just like, so I went off from finished university, obviously in the pandemic as well. So I didn't make things any easier either. Yes. I went from delivering for Domino's for a couple of weeks to then working as a autism practitioner. So mm-hmm. I literally, worked with autistic kids mm. and this meant like waking up in the morning washing them cleaning them helping them get themselves like together clothed mm-hmm. make for them cook for them take them out for activities and that was like a big part for like a good i think six or seven months okay again it wasn't a field in which i wanted to go into it's never a job that i ever saw myself working in but mm. even in those roles I did, like I learned so, so much, especially working with those autistic kids because it was just, yeah, it was different. Like it was, it was heartwarming. It was yeah. nice to see them and also to kind of study them in regards to how they responded to myself. Yeah. <laughs> there was even one, of the, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but you know how like <laughs> you pray for someone with it. Like, yeah. So even did that for some of the kids, it was just nice. Like it was really really warming but it was not something else i could do long term especially yeah. it was another town so not even like in where oh, i was yeah um and then i landed my first somewhat professional role um working as an accounts assistant so obviously with that i'm now like looking to become an accountant um worked at a small company it was very very conservative so i won't talk too much about that but <laughs> it, was, it was a lot it was a lot and again it was a, it was a a time which I learned so, so much about myself, mm. my management, my team, about business, because my mm. director was very, very helpful. Like he owned his own practice outside of that as well. And then, yeah, as soon as we came into 2022, I was like, you know what, God, I'm going to step into this year with boldness and literally fearlessness. So I've done a lot. So literally from the, like working at, like hard at that workplace and then switch roles to um, where I was, previously working I say previously because yeah previously working um and that was a big transition mm-hmm. and then after I finished uh, my fasting and praying at the end of no beginning of July ending of June when I came up from a holiday yeah I left my current role so I've been unemployed for a little bit of a while now <laughs> without really anyone knowing I've kept this quite quiet to myself only because yeah, it was not something I necessarily wanted to put a situation on to put myself into. Mm. I had to take a step back. And after fasting and praying, I was just like, do you know what? This accountancy isn't for me. Like, mm. I have to be honest with myself. It's not for me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, even with the fasting and praying and asking God to be like, what do you want me to do? Mm-hmm. And then you have an opportunity now go and preach. And I've done that. And then it's like, I've now been applying for jobs, applying for jobs, applying for jobs. And I've now been blessed with an opportunity that involves mm-hmm. you having to move out and it's just like it's a whole different chapter so i say to anyone literally just you have to be bold when it comes to these things you have to be prepared that it's gonna you're gonna have to go through maybe many other jobs or like different places to eventually get to maybe where you want to be yeah. and even if you get there you might find out it's not actually for you and so i yeah. feel like given our age right now if you're still blessed obviously still be at home try different things like yeah. try different things and be quick with it as well because yeah. i'm not gonna be young forever so <laughs> Yeah, but I say, yeah, I'll I'll definitely say that. Yeah. From what you've said, I see how, um, like, the road to becoming or sort of going through life is never really straight. And you're going to have to go through almost like trial and error, trial and error. Yeah. and, it's, and I wouldn't say that God hasn't been with you. He's literally been with you, even taking through all these different experiences. 
So sort of in the trials and errors of our life, like they're not, they're not a mistake or they're also, they're also like purpose, like God has a purpose for all those different ins and outs that you might want to say as that. So yeah, I think that's a very important type of thing. Yeah. 100%. And yeah, it's not easy either, but you have to like, you have to literally put yourself in a perspective of, what can you learn from this situation and what can you take from it and what makes you then more creditable to the next place you go and work? Because, yeah, you never know. We never know what what next opportunity will be available to you and how you, what you've learned obviously prior to that. And so, Mm. yeah, God is faithful and just to allow you to go through the circumstances, wanting you to become a better person, generally within your character and how you are to people then take you to the next step. And so I don't take them for granted at all. Yeah, definitely. Um, another thing that I've seen that is that keeps coming up in sort of what you're saying is that time where you take away to fast and pray. Um, when did you sort of start this practice and why did you decide that it was something you want to do? Do you, like, how do you decide, yeah, I'm going to deny myself right now and just take a break? Um... Well, I definitely say that, like, with obviously God, God loves us. Uh, obviously, God says, like, if you love me, keep my commandments. Mm-hmm. That's not to say now that I, and that's not to say to discredit fasting at all, because fasting obviously is a good thing. But therefore, obviously, obey God's commands first and foremost. Like, fasting and praying, fasting and praying is something that you do obviously sacrificial for yourself, obviously in in wanting to build closer to God. Mm-hmm. And so, when did it start? Um, do you know what? I don't really know. I can't honestly tell you when it actually started, but it's something I guess I just do regularly because I love food. <laughs> <laughs> I love my food. I can chop. My plate is full. <laughs> I love me, my food. So it's like, yeah, I know it, I know in doing that, like I'm taking a big thing like out of my day because yeah. day I can easily have four or five meals. I'm I'm I will eat. I will eat. <laughs> I don't miss my meals. Um, so I know that like fasting, like because I'm literally neglecting my stomach or food and I'm yeah. like obviously lacking in energy and strength and stuff, I obviously wanting to get that and I'll get that from God. Mm. And so every time I remind myself that I, every time I remember that I'm hungry or I am, I am genuinely hungry, like mm. I always want to draw closer to God. And then even in that, it's, not just necessarily food, but even just from social media, like it can be a lot sometimes, especially with what you can see, what you see other people doing. And I'm a type of person where as much as I don't care what other people do, at times I'll like not be envious of them, but I'll be jealous. Like, oh, why am I not in this circumstance? Why don't I have this? Or why am I not that? So it's like, cool, shutting myself away from all these like things. Yeah. I know that literally all I have is good. And so mm-hmm. with that, it's, yeah, it's what, it's what I gain obviously from being in communion with God then and what he's enabled to tell me in my quiet time when I am fasting and praying. And so, yeah, any, any given opportunity, any given time in my life, I'll be like, ah, cool, I'm fasting, I'm doing yeah. it. Whether it be from social media, whether it be from food, um, I meant to do a Daniel fast and then she like, just go on like fruit and veg and stuff. I feel like that'd be interesting. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I, I just do it. I just do it. It's almost second nature now. Like now. I've been at the one I posted obviously on my TikTok and stuff. I've probably already fasted a good two times or after that. Like I just, do, it's not, yeah, I just do it. Yeah. I need to do it because there's a lot that goes on in the world. It's just yeah. I just need that, need that time with just me and God just to get myself in the right place. Because yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I honestly, I feel like with my fasting and prayer, I think I do it, but not as yeah. often as I want to. Yeah. Just because and it's because of that whole being consumed with like okay the social media there's this there's that with me and food as much as I'm a foodie and I'm always posting food yeah I thought <laughs> I can still go days with maybe just eating once or twice if I can so yeah. for me I've yeah I've always felt like the fasting of food doesn't really the damn ones in it that literally just go on one meal a day you'll have what your coffee or something and that's it's it so like, bad. i'm not even a coffee person like that but i'll literally wake up and like oh, i'm not hungry before you know it's actually 2 p.m and i've not eaten so yeah it's so bad but um because of that i was like no i need to think of a better way to actually do fasting yeah. and prayer because that's clearly not gonna be my go-to <laughs> i remember the first time you know, obviously, because, oh, yeah, you're um, 
just so that everyone knows you're West African as well. Got it. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, Nigeria. Um, I mean, love prices, but you know, it's all right. <laughs> what are you going to say? I, I do love prices better, isn't it? We're not even going to go there, okay? <laughs> um, but I think it's really common in our cultures for like churches to do this sort of fasting and prayer seasons and so everyone sort of does it but as a young person growing up you sort of just get used to it as something you just do with yeah. the church and not necessarily something you take on on board to do by yourself and I think um it was when I got baptized I said yeah I'm gonna be like God to do 40 days um, and yeah. Jesus did da, 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 da. the first week I was ill <laughs> really the food thing was just not working out for me so I just oh. so what did I decide to fast instead? So I fasted like secular music at that time okay. and um watching watching what's that stupid show called? I've forgotten now. East Enders. Oh my goodness. Okay. Me and East Enders, it was there's one shackle that was holding me. I don't even know. Sorry, I've never been on East Enders. That one, that, that one there has never caught me. I don't even know what it was, but I was always, always, always watching it. I got my whole family involved as well. So when I was like, okay, this whole food thing isn't working out. And I just know it's the devil trying to stop me from doing this 40 days. So I'm going to carry on. So yeah. I just changed it to music and EastEnders. And ever since then, I haven't even watched EastEnders no more because I just, it just sort of went out of my system in terms of my craze for it. Um, the music, yeah, we're still working on that, you know, they're here. <laughs> um, but yeah, but after that, I was like, okay, cool. I like this. And so I think it's so important to find what you what really takes your attention in yeah. like your day-to-day life whether it be social media I love my social media detoxes and like fasting yeah. because it really once you're off it you really realize how much time you have that yeah. we just waste on not waste because sometimes it's useful time on social media but a lot of the time it's wasted like yeah. if we're being <laughs> honest with ourselves especially when you get that reminder like at the end of the week like how many hours you spent on your phone yeah. like, okay so okay okay Nah, that thing's embarrassing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you calling me out. I'm like, okay. Um, but yeah, I think prayer and fasting is so, so, so important in terms of helping us all in our walk with God and just building that sort of connection. Because from what you've also said, it seems like after you have those experiences, God is like, okay, let me show you something. And he just... Yeah, 100%. And even if he doesn't as well, it's, it's literally the fact that you've built a consistent relationship with God during that time of fasting. Yeah. And that's not to say, no, like there's a necessarily set way, like it's genuinely that relationship that you are focusing on in that time of fasting and praying. So I know people have literally said, cool, every Wednesday I'll fast and pray. Mm. It's like, yeah, that's calm. Why not? Because during that week, you're going to be going whether work, studies, school, whatever you're going to be doing. It's just like that midweek day. It's like, cool. You're able to reset yourself and be like, I'm literally putting away maybe my, my phone or whatever it be that you're fasting from to literally just reconnect with God before yeah. the week. So it literally depends on you, but I definitely, definitely recommend it because it's changed my life in a lot of ways. Mm. And yeah, I know it will for others also. Lovely. Thank you. All right. So you alluded earlier that you are at a time where you've got a new opportunity sort of presenting to you. Yeah. And I feel like whenever something new pops up in our lives, that's when a lot of people do different things when they're faced with like a new sort of life, a season in life. Um, some people, they go around and ask their friends and their mates, their family members, oh, what do you think I should do with regards to this? Others, they don't care about what their family say. They just go ahead and make a decision. Yeah. They make a decision, figure out that it's kind of not working out how they want it to work out. Then they go to God being like, um, so this kind of happened. What do you think I should do now? Um, and I've been guilty of that several times. Yeah. But yes, with regards to you, you said that you're at a stage where you sort of got this, um, you've been looking for jobs and you've got this opportunity you're, uh, that's come your way. How are you yeah. navigating that? So this was interesting because obviously like, I've not told anyone other than like a very few selective people about obviously my circumstance. Mm. And so like, even now my parents don't know, no one actually knew or knew that um, I left my prior job without no set expectation of another job coming in anytime mm. soon. 
that's why I've said it, the fasting and praying and she's been a, literally a month and it's like, God is now blessing with a new opportunity. I'm saying I've gone back to two of the, well, two of the individuals that knew that I told, like the very few people I told like, yo, this has not come up. Yeah. And one of them is like, yo, like this is what you've been praying for, this is what you've been fasting for. Like, this, like go with it. Like, let, you can now let everyone know like, what going, what's been going on and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm now, I'm now got a little bit of a cold feet. Cause it's a it's a big <laughs> that is weird. It's like I've been asking like God, and it's one of the ones where with this change or with this like new experience about to step into mm. a lot of change. Mm. And so I have to find my feet truly now for myself. Mm. And in some ways, this is what I've been almost yeah, praying and asking God for. But it's just like now that it's eventually potentially gonna happen, I'm like, yo, like, am I, am I sure I really want this? Or like, <laughs> um yeah so it's it's i'm literally expecting the unexpected i'm literally i'm gonna have to break it down to obviously everyone that everyone around me um <laughs> and then by god's grace just see where things go yeah um, some are gonna be just very surprised some are gonna be like yeah this is what we we were hoping you were like with the whole being comfortable being uncomfortable this is something okay. that will be a new challenge for you yeah. um but again, I feel like I'm blessed to still have obviously my parents around. So God forbid it doesn't go well. I could even be like, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. I'm back. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Ooh, exciting, but scary. And I feel like that's just how life is. Literally, literally. As oh, when I say this year has been a lot, yeah. It's been so, so much. But again, I've just been so grateful because. It's literally just myself, like literally telling myself and asking God, like, God, make me bold, make me fearless. Mm. And I do, you literally just have to provide for me. I know you will and you will do. And just with that, yeah, I've just, I've done the most. I've done the most. And so it's like, I'm proud of, proud of myself because of how God has literally been doing the most. But yeah. I've just stepped out of my comfort zone even mm. more than what I did in the first place. Yeah. Something new. It's something a little bit scary, <laughs> but... Yeah, I look forward to even documenting that as well. And that's something I've been I've been trying to do a lot also. Just document your own life. Whether it yeah. is visually, on paper, whether mm. it's before pictures, like literally document. And that's why I like vlogging as well, because yeah. I'm able to look back and be like, cool, I went through that, I did this, I did that, I did this. What can I now do next? And yeah. given the life that we we have on earth, live it to the fullest. Obviously, yeah. by all by all means, obviously with God. But yeah, live it to <laughs> Live it yeah. To the life. No, yeah, definitely. God wants us to have a good life because He literally in um, I'm really bad with remembering the actual Bible text, but it definitely says, "I've come so that you will have life and have it more abundantly." So He doesn't yeah. want us to just have a mediocre type of life. If anyone says that God doesn't want us to have fun, they're lying. He so He wants us to live our life to the best possible way that we can, especially obviously with His guidance and sort of um acceptance of what we're doing not just moving mad but um yeah I really like what you said about documenting your life just because it's so 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 easy to forget the great things that have happened or um either through what God has done or just generally just how life has been good and I think that sort of remember remembering what has happened in the past helps you sort of keep going and gives you that sort of feel to know that okay do you know what God has always been with me things have worked out even if it's not how I intended it to be, it still worked out to an extent, which has been pretty good. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Is, is, that con- is that constant reminder that you need to almost give yourself, mm-hmm. especially how quickly life moves. You're doing this one day and then you're on to the next thing the next day. Yeah. You don't take time to really reflect as to what took you to go through that first season of yeah. trials and conditions in the first place mm-hmm. to get to that next stage. And what, like what you had in control and what you didn't have in con- what you didn't have in control. So who was there? You knew that God was the only one that was able to see you through the season, yeah. through the trial, through the temptation, whatever it may be. Yeah. So He will definitely see you through the next one. Yeah, definitely. And that, that should be like a is it an engine, like a like a a source of just inspirational motivation, just keep you pushing for the next yeah. one. Yeah. So yeah, with the vlogging, even if it's like something I've started actually this year. So I've got like, this little bottle. Oh. Garden of things that I've achieved or I've done or has made me smile or yeah just stuff yeah. like that which has been a jar now so to be fair, there's, there should be a lot more in here I've just not been updating it so it's so funny because <laughs> I literally have something yeah. I shouldn't even show you man because it's actually so pathetic 
No. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so small. Yeah, it's so small. But definitely through halfway the year. You're telling me that's what I got done for you. I'm going to just start again from like July, yeah, because that just makes more sense. But um, oh. I did have one like two years ago, a gratitude jar, and I literally filled it right up. And I opened at the start of the next year. And it was just so amazing just seeing like, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, I'll get back onto it. <laughs> even that one there, I say we start filling it up, start filling up anything that you can remember. Because yeah, man, it's nice. And that's what I look forward to as well. So like, yeah. the this year, by the grace at the end of this year, I just want to open it up. It's a small as well. Like, mine isn't as big as yours, obviously. But mine's, like, even still, like... I had to fill mine up. up. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I had to fill mine up. It's so pathetic. Yeah. It will overflow, it will overflow. But we get on this top. But yeah, like just like, even that, for example, and then literally writing anything that's happened that's made you smile, even stuff that may not have like been great or that went mm. good, put it in the jar, put it somewhere, make a, a log of it or something. You'll then go back to it and it's just like, cool. So he's got these, if you've seen you through the season, you maybe still be going through the season or whatever it may be. And it's just, it'll make you smile. Like it make you really reflect back. And so, yeah, because yeah. yeah, I look forward to open mine. I will not lie. I look forward to opening mine. Love that, love that. Yeah, I've done the most. I've yeah, God has done the most in my life this year. Like I yeah, yeah I've been through it. Yo, yo yeah. <laughs> God has been good. God has been good. He's been good. Love it, love it, love it. Can you think of a time when your faith has like faltered when it's been weak? Ooh, that's a good question. The time when my faith has been weak. Um, I don't know. I'd like to say it, I'd like to say it hasn't, hmm. but the line, I have moments of weakness, but I I like to say I'm quite good at getting out of them quite quickly. Hmm. Um and so even when I am weak, it's just a moment of like just having to remind myself, obviously, of God's goodness and just yeah. myself going. So I wouldn't say other than, <laughs> I'm not trying to not trying to necessarily beat myself out, but like unless mm-hmm. I'm in situations of like temptation, mm-hmm. and even then, like I say, like I've been I've been blessed to have such a willpower to like get myself out of those moments. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would say I wouldn't necessarily have necessarily have moments of weakness because those moments pass very quickly. Yeah, that makes sense. Then I don't like to, I don't like right now anyway. I don't like to indulge myself in such moments of weakness because okay. time is not on our hands. Like, mm-hmm. you know, only yesterday I was 24, now I'm 25, I'm close to 30. Like, it's actually five years yeah. away. Like, yo, it feels like yes, I just graduated from uni. Like. <laughs> so, yeah, just, so the fact that I have, yeah, right now, yeah, I don't want to say necessarily have a moment. I've, I probably said the last time I've had moments a week because definitely has to be probably like university or yeah. even after I finished uni and I was now looking for like a proper employment, so like work, like work, work. Yeah. I've had moments of weakness, but again, I've just been blessed to have a good um, network of friends who pray yeah. for me, fast mm-hmm. for me. So even before I got my first professional job, like one of my boys actually fasted with me. I'll shout out Antonio, like <laughs> my guy. Like the thing is, even him, for example. He's when I said, yo, bro, let's fast. And I was just like, okay, all right, cool. And mm-hmm. I got fasted with me for a whole week. Next one I knew now, I think two weeks afterwards, I had two job interviews back to back and I was trying to interview for both of them at the same time. Yeah. And I was getting one of them. So yeah, I'd probably say, yeah, probably the last time I had moments of weakness. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. From what you said, I'm always trying to think of like, what am I learning? What am I learning? Yeah. <laughs> Having a good network of people around you helps you. Because it's almost like a um those nature movies or documentaries. My dad loves watching them, so we're always ripped into watching them as well. But you yeah. have like the uh, zebra or whatever animal has gone to stray away from the pack. And yeah. once it's away from the pack, that's when the um lion is able to go and just grab it and obviously just like kill it or dead it off because they've decided to stray away. And so in that sense, we know that the enemy, that um, Satan, whatever you want to call him, is like a roaring lion looking to see, okay, I'm going to get you at this stage in your moment of weakness. But if we've decided to arm ourselves with the proper things, um, such as having a community, um, having that communion with God from what you've been saying, then we are ready when those moments of weakness occur. And it's not that they won't happen, 
as you yeah. said, it happens and you know to like sort of snap out of it. And yeah, um, yeah which I think is just really important. I actually like the analogies with regard to like animals as well, because yo, it's oftentimes when you are really, really alone that the devil will try and come for you. So mm. a network of friends or people or just generally commune yourself in God, mm. having that private place or hiding place in God, mm. that's when you see those like, even those trials and tribulations when they come through, you able to see yourself go through because mm. yeah, they will come, they will come. But again, like God said, he's overcome, he's overcome the world already. So mm-hmm. be aware that like, this is just a trial, it's just a season, it's a test. You will go through it, but you have to believe you've already gone through it. Yeah. Like, because God has already over, like, overtake, like, overtaken it. Yeah. You've seen you through it, just go with the process. Yeah. And be aware as to what you learn, what you grasp, what you gain yeah. from as well. So, yeah. I love that. love that. Um, do you have any sort of Bible text that keep you going? Um, sort of Bible text pertaining to faith? I'll give you a moment to look through because i know you'd be on that bible app highlighting <laughs> noted everything i've received everything <laughs> oh, do you know what i lurk apologizing it because I, when was it i think it was it was this weekend actually like i was with a couple of friends and they were saying how they'll they'll catch my back you know how the bible app has the notifications sent for obviously when someone's highlighted a scripture or something yeah, yeah. they say i'll see at like four o'clock in the morning i'm thinking yo so people actually see this like they see actually it's pop on their phone no, but it's good because it like reminds you. I love the yeah. Bible app though. It, it tells you like if you haven't read your Bible, like what are you doing? What are you guys doing? Especially when you've got like a good thing going on and it's just like, yo, like you need to get back into your right? Bible app. Like, right? Yeah. No, it's good. It's good, good. Um, what's that word? Um, peer pressure. It's positive peer pressure. Positive peer pressure, yeah. Um, and we got some scriptures. So I actually made a little wallpaper on my phone. And to be nice. fair, actually like like going like because obviously I'm quick to pick up my phone and just open it up like without even looking at my, my background in it. So now even looking back at it, I made this wallpaper for myself and it had three scriptures um, with like three of like my, I guess, messages for this year. Mm-hmm. So the first one is, I am bold. And it's Joshua 1 verse 9, which says, um, have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage? Yeah. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you whenever you go. So that was obviously a big one for me this year. Yeah. Second one was, I am living in the plans God has for me. Mm. And I had Proverbs 19, verse 21. There are many plans in a man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel that will stand. Amen. And then the last one is, I am better today than I was yesterday. Mm. Um, and that one is Matthew 6, verse 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow worry about its own things, sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Yeah. And so it's just about me being present in regards to what I can do right now. Yeah. It's worrying too much about what's happening tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so this has been like my three main scriptures for this year. I love them. I love them. Thank you very much. It's all right. Thanks. Can I ask you? Yeah, you want to ask me a question? <laughs> yeah. So, you- ooh, I... What do you look forward to in your relationship with God in the next I guess half of this year wow that's such a cool question <laughs> it's like it's such a cool question yet, but yet like a oof question because it's something I'm trying to work on now I like having moments of like reflection where I think of my personal relationship with God and sort of set up like spiritual goals yeah. Um, in terms of what I want to accomplish either personally or within like ministry as well because as you know we're um, sort of involved in ministry um, I think personally with God I want him to this was it I want him to yeah God I want him to <laughs> I want that sort of me and him are boys all the time being boys yeah yeah for uni I feel like it's I'm pretty sure there's something like quotes or whatever where the more you're going through like difficulties and trials and whatever you're always running to God and you're like ah God help me help me help me when things are good you're just like ah you kind of forget about him which is not cool and like because I don't want to be the person just running over to him when things are going like yeah terrible Uh, and I think it's just having that there are times when I realize oh do you know what there's a bit too much a gap between what I want 
with God in terms of our relationships. I'm like, okay, let's try, let's come back again and actually be working, working it out, working it out. Um, so I think it's more how, what, so what I'm basically saying in summary is that I want to, you know how you have like love languages and you share that with your people that you're in like romantic relationships with or whatever. I want my love language to God to really like, for me to really show it yeah. in all ways possible, whether it's quality time, um, like acts of service, what God wants me to do, either in the lives of other people. I want that. Like I want to really show him like, do you know what? You said, if you love me, you keep my commandments. And I want to show you in all aspects of my life that, you know, what I really do love you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that is that if I could summarize it, I'd say that's what it is. I think that's what's going on in my head. OK, you know what I just love about what you just said? Yeah, is the five love languages. And, and to be fair, I was watching a TikTok t- like, the other day and it was talking oh, about <laughs> That TikTok, hey guys, TikTok is actually almost a drug to us. Like, it's actually got us hooked. <laughs> there was a lady that was talking about there's a sixth potential love language, which yeah. is that like, um, being known. So it's mm-hmm. like when you are, it's, it's talking romantically, but obviously I'm, I know that it can also work within like friendships as well, where you are like, so the, the sixth, langu- the sixth lang- love language is being known. So in regards to like when, they are doing something and you already have like an awareness as to what they may like, what they may mm. do. It's only acts of service, but it's like, cool. So say for example, I know you don't like peanut butter in your sandwiches and someone's not offering us peanut butter jelly sandwiches. And it's just like, I already know this. So when I'm speaking to that person now, although you may, they, I may not be aware that you may be listening, I can be like, oh, she doesn't like this. Yeah. And so love language because you feel known and you feel understood because we've had that relationship. Yeah. Mm. And more importantly, how we use the whole five love languages, six love languages in regards to friendships or romantic relationships. Mm. I've never heard anyone use it in relationship to God. Mm. It's quite interesting how you said, obviously, when it comes to like acts of service, like how you're able to treat others, but it's also obviously you're treating God that way. Mm. Time, so how are you able to use your time effectively in getting to know people or share God's word and also be in touch obviously with God? Yeah. Um, yeah, just I yeah, I've never thought about that. So I like that. I actually really like that. Um, yeah. yeah. So help me God. Um, <laughs> I know God has definitely placed the des- God always places that desire for us to want to be so close to him and things. Yeah. And you can just tell when you're not like close to him. You just you just want more, you want more. Like you're never fully satisfied with life, even though things are okay. Like, okay, you've got your job, you've got your friends, whatever, but you're just never really like 100%. And so, yeah, I want to live this life to the best. Um, yeah, so that's, yeah, that's me. I hear it. I hear it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. Yes, that means I'll go back all the way. I remember stuff. Well, not that I remember it, but I also wrote it down, so I definitely remember. Um so back again to your crossroad where you want clarity with regards to purpose oh god (laughs) yeah yeah what are you like i think this is so exciting um i don't know so like my uncle um he prophesied over me like this is probably before i went to university so this is like back to like pfc teens it's like it's like a conference event type of event Mm. we used to say like oh can see me be like a pastor or a preacher in this i don't i don't exactly know which term he used because i know that a pastor preacher is different yeah. but he said it and i was just like nah 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 i'm not trying to hear <laughs> even though like i've spoken at um my own church my uni church and i spoke at another church like just recently like i do love sharing the word of god i cannot deny that god knows my heart i love talking and sharing the word of god I just don't like the title of pastor or preacher. I'm not like, trying to hear it. <laughs> I just don't like it's and there's is even a regardless of that scripture, but there's a scripture that says like I think it's Paul that says it in regards to how he'd rather wish that we weren't that we weren't to become teachers of the word necessarily to people because there's a higher judgment that's called them upon you. I can't lie, life is hard as it is already. I ain't trying to have God judge me even harder than I am trying to live life. Oh, <laughs> temptation here this one there that, that this here, i can't <laughs> lie i don't need that stress in it so it's like mm-hmm. i know i'm good i'm no i'm good with god 
like and I have been good with God in spite mm-hmm. of like not being necessarily a teacher or a preacher or a pastor but it's it's also how people necessarily perceive you or how you're seen by the church or the pressure that comes with uh, just that life. And I can't lie, I'm not here for it. Like, <laughs> respectfully, I'm just not here for it. Like, I enjoy my little bit I do on social media, on the TikTok, yeah. Instagram. I like, like having discussions, doing this with you, for example. But that pastor preacher title, do you know what? It's one of the ones that and a friend said this to me not too long ago. It's like, as if I know this in a sense that if God wants me to be a pastor preacher, I can't lie, I'm a, I'm, it's going to happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. It's going to happen. I'm yeah. just waiting for God to audibly tell me, Kevin, I want to be pastor or preacher. Right now, I'm hearing it from everyone else. Sign. <laughs> I'm for clear, clear signs. So I know, yeah, but and you know what? Even then, I'm going to be like, oh, oh, but it's, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, I can't run away from it. I can't be a Jonah, but I feel like for now, there's no will, so I'm going to keep running. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so hard, I feel like, in life, when you want a sign from God to be like, yes, do that, because that's what I want you to do. Yeah. But sometimes we're never going to get that audible voice that we want to hear or sign. What he does is opens doors. The same way he opened the opportunity, yeah, roll your eyes or whatever you want to do. But he literally don't does do that. Like that. Don't do me like that. He opens doors in ways that you're like, oh, right, okay, that's what you want me to do then. Is that you? He's got a sense of humour. <laughs> if he wanted to tell you yes and say it in a dream to you, he would. But he don't want to do it like that. That's what faith is. Is you, you have to step out and just walk by faith and not rely on your usual senses of, oh, yeah, he said it, so I heard him say it. No, you have to move. Dawa, you really come and attack me today. <laughs> I will attack you. I'm not even speaking, just me speaking. I'm just saying what God is telling me to tell you right now. Okay? Do you want me to see my daughter, yeah? Even after I finished preaching um, at that church this weekend, mm. one of the guys who's, one of the guys is, um, a training preacher or pastor at oh, the yeah. church. So he came over to me and was there like, yo, bro, have you considered... I'm thinking, I got, <laughs> I'm not nice. I'm not trying to hear it. Like, let me just do my thing for God in uh, peace. Like, let, let, me, let, me just, let me just be a disciple. Like, why do I, like, why do I have to be a shepherd? Like, let me just do my thing, do my little bit here and there. But like you're saying, isn't it? It's, it's, it's one of the ones where God wouldn't always use the, your, his... You won't use my familiar methods of mm-hmm. speaking to speak to me. Yeah. But what me, I guess, is that he is using my familiar method. Like mm-hmm. I've I've always said that God uses God has always used people mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And he's broken through people into my life in mm-hmm. every way that I can imagine through college, uni, work, everything. So it's like I'm hearing it from everyone. I'm hearing it from a lot of people. But I'm not trying to hear it from a lot of people. <laughs> I want to hear it uniquely, but we'll see. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. But that's the thing. God doesn't rush the process. He lets it happen at the right time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just say, the not that you're asking for any advice, but I'm going to talk anyway. <laughs> going to tell me anyway. I just think you keep doing what you're doing because you're definitely reaching people in ways that even you probably don't know you are reaching others, even it through your, through the TikToks, um, like just reaching people where they're at. Just because the methods that everyone's used to in terms of, oh, being up there preaching, da 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 da, da might not necessarily be the ways you're going to reach those that are not going to be in church. Yeah. And so I think um, God calls everyone to be unique in their own way. And I know God will demonstrate more and more of that to you as time goes on. Because he, he, he's taking you on a journey. I can see that for sure. He's take you were deliver, doing delivery, dominoes. say delivery. Was it delivery? You said dominoes. You were delivering oh, dominoes. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. To working with autistic children, to then working yeah. in the accountancy firm. Like he's taking you through different things. What was he doing? He's building your character. Is building this perseverance so that in whatever field you're in, in whatever sort of domain he places you in, he knows that you've already learned the skills that you need to prosper in that. Um, 
yeah, I'm waiting for the time where you can just look back and start laughing like, oh, rah, so that's what you're doing. <laughs> okay. It was funny, I'll come back to the same video. I'll come back to the same video be like, yeah, so good. Say, cool. I see what you're doing. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, cool. I think like we've covered quite a lot. Usually now how I like to end is by sort of what I call it is the undiluted key points. So undiluted word. Um, Yeah, do you have three main points that you want anyone listening who might be going through any of what we've just spoken about what would you say are your key points with regards to faith okay so three key points regards to faith the first one i would say is um that scripture so joshua one i think joshua one verse nine in regards to just being bold yeah so like just be bold just be daring just god to move and to allow him allow himself to prosper in your life and I feel like that's something that I've taken on very um yeah boldly in my first in this year especially um just in regards to work in regards to what I've done whether it be solo holiday or just being bold on TikTok just be bold in regards to what you want to do just be bold be open and just allow God to function and move in your life mm-hmm. the first thing second one I'll probably say is um Second, second one I'll say is ask um, ask God for opportunities for you to serve or mm-hmm. to move. And so I feel like a while back I used to do like these. Um, I used to write my devotions on Snapchat, and I'd write Bible. I'd write I'd write um, prayer challenges for people to like basically um, just pray a prayer or do something different. And one of them I I remember was to um pray for like a significant other that they may not be in good relationship for right now mm-hmm. that it may be and so with that i just say like yeah ask god for opportunities for you to serve mm-hmm. and so with that do not limit yourself in regards to where you're called to serve or who you're called to serve and so yeah ask god um for opportunity for you to serve and then last one would be be present and enjoy the moment be present and enjoy the moment in the sense that you can't control what happened yesterday. Mm. Um, tomorrow isn't promised. Mm-hmm. And so as much as you will try and plan for um, the future, be as present as possible because you can only do so much right now that will affect your future. Mm. And so take control of right now because if you don't, then the future means nothing. Yeah. Just have fun with it, especially given the pandemic we've been through. Like. Yeah. Work hard, save your money, but also just enjoy life, chop life. Chop life, before life chops yeah. you. I'm, yeah, for real. Chop life, otherwise life will chop you. And like you said earlier, like God obviously wants us to live a good, fruitful life. And yeah. for everyone, that will look differently. So don't compare yourself to other people either yeah. because they have their own life to live. Mm-hmm. And so be reasonable, be understanding of yourself because we do take a lot for granted. And I know like a lot of us are going through difficult situations. Yeah, it's hard, we'll go through trials and seasons. But be hopeful. You can, like, by changing your attitude, you're able to change the circumstance. You're able to change the perspective. And, yeah, just work hard with it. Like, work hard, play hard. Enjoy enjoy God. Enjoy his word. Be present. Just, yeah, like, be present. So that's my last word. Yeah. Lovely. Thank you very, very much. I'm just going to do a quick prayer to close it. Um, no. Dear Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity for Kevin to come and just share with us his experience with regards to faith and just thank you for him being so open and sharing with us all how it's been and um, even what he's going through right now. I just want to use him as a point of contact for anyone else who is um, navigating sort of um, decisions to be made in life such as purpose or um, navigating work in a time when things can be very difficult and there's no clear answer with regards to what a person should do. I pray that you give them the wisdom that passes all understanding um, to be able to make the decision that will be in line with your will for them. And I pray that they'll continue to just um, gain that relationship with you that allows things to um, become easier for them, even though um, life threatens to just stress them out and cause them to lose hope in the future. Um, I just also want to pray for Kevin right now that 
as he is navigating, making very important decisions, you will help him to arrive at the decision that will be best for him and in line with what you will and your purpose for him is. I thank you for how you've used him so far as a vessel to bless your children and to be just that light in this generation. And I pray that you continue to um, lead him um, in all that he does and also just guide him. I pray that he will allow himself to continue to be used by you and to transform the lives of other people, even older and younger than himself. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for joining and sharing all sorts. It's all right. It's all right. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Anytime, man. Anytime. Just give me a shout. I'm going to be calling you back. I'm like, excuse me. Come back. You have just finished listening to an episode of the Undiluted Word podcast, The Hall of Faith. In this episode, by faith, Kevin walked boldly with God and was able to navigate life's decisions we hope you have been blessed by the experience of our special guest and hero of faith if you have further questions or comments about this particular topic that you would like to pose either to the guest or myself don't hesitate to send a direct message on instagram or an email to the undiluted word at yahoo.co.uk details can be found in the show notes here's your reminder to follow our instagram page at the undiluted word underscore and sign up to receive alerts about new blog posts on our website, www.theundilutedword.com. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on your favourite listening platform so you don't miss an episode. One last thing, it will be selfish not to share with a friend or two, so share, share, share. Till you hear from me in the next episode, stay blessed. Bye-bye.